Hi, welcome to the podcast that narrates the translated Mahabharat, public domain translation obtained from sacredtexts.com. Kindly excuse errors in pronunciation on my part. Vyasa, having gone around him, who is called Hiranyagarbha, seated on that distinguished seat, stood near it, and being commanded by Brahma Parameshti, he sat down near the seat, full of affection and smiling in joy. Then the greatly glorious Vyasa, addressing Brahma Parameshti, said, O Divine Brahma, by me a poem hath been composed, which is greatly respected. The mystery of the Veda and what other subjects have been explained by me. The various rituals of the Upanishads with the Angs, the compilations of the Puran and the history formed by me and named after the three divisions of time past, present, and future. The determination of the nature of decay, fear, disease, existence, and non-existence, a description of creeds and of the various modes of life, rule for the forecasts, and the import of all the Puran, an account of ascetism, and of the duties of a religious student, the dimensions of the sun and moon, the planets, constellations, and stars, together with the duration of the four ages, the Rik, Sam, and Yajur Vedas, also the Adhyatma, the sciences called Nyai, Orthopy, and treatment of diseases, Charity and Pashupati Dharma. Birth celestial and human for particular purposes. Also a description of places of pilgrimage and other holy places of rivers, mountains, forests, the ocean, of heavenly cities and the Kalpas, the art of war, the different kinds of nations and languages, the nature of the manners of the people, and the all-pervading spirit, all these have been represented. But after all, no writer of this work is to be found on earth. Brahma said, I esteem thee for thy knowledge of divine mysteries. Before the whole body of celebrated Munis, distinguished for the sanctity of their lives, I know thou hast revealed the divine word, even from its first utterance in the language of truth. Thou hast called thy present work a poem, 
wherefore it shall be a poem. There shall be no poets whose works may equal the descriptions of this poem, even as the three other modes, called ashram, are ever unequal in merit to the domestic ashram. Let Ganesh be thought of, O Muni, for the purpose of writing the poem. South said, Brahma, having thus spoken to Vyas, retired to his own abode. Then Vyasa began to call to mind Ganesh. And Ganesh, obviator of obstacles, ready to fulfill the desires of his votaries, was no sooner thought of than he repaired to the place where Vyasa was seated. And when he had been saluted and was seated, Vyasa addressed him thus, O guide of the Ganas, be thou the writer of the Bharat, which I have formed in my imagination, and which I am about to repeat. Ganesh, upon hearing this address, thus answered, I will become the writer of thy work, provided my pen do not for a moment cease writing. And Vyasa said unto that divinity, Wherever there be anything thou dost not comprehend, cease to continue writing. Ganesh, having signified his assent by repeating the word Om, proceeded to write, and Vyasa began, by way of diversion, he knit the knots of composition exceedingly close by doing which he dictated this work according to his engagement. I am, continued South, acquainted with 8,800 verses, and so is Sukha and perhaps Sanjay. From the mysteriousness of their meaning, O Muni, no one is able to this day to penetrate those closely knit difficult shlokas. Even the omniscient Ganesh took a moment to consider, while Vyas, however, continued to compose other verses in great abundance. The wisdom of this work, like unto an instrument of applying collyrium, hath opened the eyes of the inquisitive world, blinded by the darkness of ignorance. As the sun dispelleth the darkness, so doth the Bharat by its discourses on religion, profit, pleasure, and final release dispel the ignorance of men. As the full moon by its mild light expandeth the buds of the water lily, so this Puran, by exposing the light of the rishis, hath expanded the human intellect. By the lamp of history, which destroyeth the darkness of ignorance, the whole mansion of nature is properly and completely illuminated. 
This work is a tree, of which the chapter of contents is the seed. The divisions called Pauluma and Asthik are the root. The part called Sambhav is the trunk. The books called Sabha and Aranya are the roosting perches. The books called Arani is the knitting knots. The books called Virat and Udyog, the pith. The book named Bhishma, the main branch. The book called Drona, the leaves. The book called Karna, the fair flowers. The book named Salya, their sweet smell. The books entitled Stri and Aishika, the refreshing shade. The books called Santi, the mighty fruit. The book called Ashwamed, the immortal sap. The denominated Asrama Vasika, the spot where it groweth. And the book called Mausala is an epitome of the Vedas and held in great respect by the virtuous Brahmans. The tree of the Bharat, inexhaustible to mankind as the clouds, shall be as a source of livelihood to all distinguished poets. South continued, I will now speak of the undying flowery and fruitful productions of this tree, possessed of pure and pleasant taste and not to be destroyed even by the immortals. Formerly, the spirited and virtuous Krishnadvaipayana, by the injunctions of Bhishma, the wise son of Ganga and of his own mother, became the father of three boys who were like the three fires by the two wives of Vichitravirya and having thus raised up Dhritarashtra, Pandu and Vidur, he returned to his recluse abode to prosecute his religious exercise. It was not till after these were born, grown up and departed on the supreme journey that the great Rishi Vyasa published the Bharat in this region of mankind. When being solicited by Janmajaya and thousands of Brahmins, he instructed his disciple Vaishampan, who was seated near him, and he, sitting together with the Sadhyas, recited the Bharat during the intervals of the ceremonies of the sacrifice being repeatedly urged to proceed. Vyas hath fully represented the greatness of the house of Guru, the virtuous principles of Gandhari, the wisdom of Vidur, the constancy of Kunti,
a noble rishi hath also described the divinity of Vasudev, the rectitude of the sons of Pandu, and the evil practices of the sons and partisans of Dhritarashtra. Vyas executed the compilation of the Bharat exclusive of the episodes originally in 24,000 verses. And so much only is called by the learned as Bharat. Afterwards, he composed an epitome in 150 verses, consisting of the introduction with the chapter of contacts. This he first taught to his son Sukh, and afterwards he gave it to others of his disciples who were possessed of the same qualifications. After that, he executed another compilation consisting of 600,000 verses. Of those, 300,000 are known in the world of the Devas, 1,500,000 in the world of the Pitras, 1,400,000 among the Gandharva, and 100,000 in the regions of mankind. Narad recited them to the Devas, Devala to the Pitras, Shuka published them to the Gandharvas, Yakshas and Rakshasas. And in this world, they were recited by Vaishampayan, one of the disciples of Vyas, a man of just principles, and the first among all those acquainted with the Vedas. Know that I, Sati, have also repeated one hundred thousand verses.